Hey everybody, Matthew Paul Tucciaroni here with Jurisdiction Reclaiming Your American Status. Um, everyone keeps asking, okay, what's 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 this American status stuff and what, what do you mean by becoming an American national? And what do you do with the assembly, Matthew? Those are some of the questions that I got back. So I'm here to tell you exactly what I do for the assembly. Uh, one, I'm the Yavapai County Chairman for the Yavapai County Assembly. Within the state, we have our counties, of course, and as a county, we are an assembly within our state, and that is the soil jurisdiction, which makes up the entire territory of Arizona with all the counties combined. So each county within our state has a county chairman, and then for the entire state, we have a, a Arizona state coordinator for the state, Dennis Nill. He's been on the show a couple of times, and He's explained to you guys what it is to be an American national. I did a interview with him early 2021, I believe, or late 2020. I believe it was in December of 2020, actually. Um, so you can check that video out in my video section on my channel. Um, so that's what I do for the county in Yavapai. And I live in Sedona. A lot of uh, Sedona residents um, know that. I'm the county chairman, of course. And with that said, um, I also am a recording secretary for the state of Arizona, meaning that when you decide to become an American national, I have the ability to walk you through the process of doing that, getting you signed up onto our land recording system, which you fill out your profile and you create your documentation that you need and it's auto generated. And we, meaning you fill out your profile and the docs are auto generated for you. That way you don't have to fill in your documents and do all that tedious work that everyone had to do uh, five years ago. So we've made it really simple and all of that's recorded onto the land and you get your credential card as well that states that you're an American national. And I have the ability to do your paperwork, get you stamped and approved and get you published. And I can be reached at, um, my email will be in the description box below. So if you're interested, I can further help you through the process and walk you through a couple podcasts, um, some learning tutorials on our land recording system. And I can also get you our, our Yavapai County manual, which we use in our county only. Right now, the, the manual is a prototype for the state and the state is creating a manual for itself as well for orientation. But for our county, it works right now. and People love the manual. The manual is really good. And right now we're working on volume two. And we've been talking about actually getting this manual published on Amazon as well. So any people out there in the country that are interested can at least just see, you know, what it's like to be on the land and soil jurisdiction, God and common law, all that we go through all of that stuff in the manual. Um, so I'm here to help you um, with any questions, I'll put my email in the description box below. Um, what I want to do now uh, is uh, talk about we got a lot going on in our county and in our state. And thanks to Mickey Klon, who has done tremendous work. She's opened up the floodgates for many patriots. She's fighting for integrity within our school system here in Arizona. 
and she is she's taken the lead on um, bonds for the win. I will put the website in the description box below, and you can go to DuckDuckGo and type in bonds for the win, and you can pull it up. She goes over what surety bonds are. Surety bonds are the insurance and the bond that is held over an elected public official, whether it's the governor, whether it's a state legislator, and within the bond, they have an agreement and they've taken an oath. That agreement in the bond states that if anything were to happen, if they were to um, not be of integrity within their public office and they violated laws and committed acts of terrorism, which is what they're doing um, with these mandates and the medical tyranny and the law tyranny that's going on, um, those bonds are their pretty much their insurance. So they they have to be bonded. And it's been such a kept secret from the public, but the public actually is entitled to have access to those bonds upon request. And it's under the Freedom of Information Act and the Sunshine State Act as well. And I will put all the, the legalese terms in there and the statutes and the titles um, in the description box below, and then a direct link to Mickey's website. Um, so if you pull the bonds, you will then, you can, you can pull their bonds upon request. And there's letters on her website that give you a great template to do that. When you pull the bonds, you hold the bond over them pretty much. You, then you send a letter of intent, which is step number two. That letter of intent is to include their violations that you have their bond and a demand that they change X, Y, Z, A, B, C, whatever, whether it's you, you demand money for what they've done, um, or you demand, you demand that they lift their heinous terror, terrorist tactics and mandates, which are not law mandates need to be promulgated in the Supreme court. And then, then they're implemented into law. So mandates really are nothing. You don't have to listen to the mandates. Now, the police enforcement, which is your policy enforcers, they enforce those stupid mandates, which don't apply to us. They're not law. They're not promulgated through the Supreme Court and then written on the law books and the statutes and the codes and all that and in our constitution as law. So they're not, they're not law. They're mandates. Mandates. Man. We only follow common law in the land and soil jurisdiction. Common law are God-given inalienable rights, our bill of rights. Mandates, they're man-made. We don't follow anything man-made. We follow the common law and our natural given, God-given inalienable rights. Uh, Mickey has gifted me through a friend of mine I haven't been in direct contact with her yet, but now I have her email address. Um, we have polled, well, she has polled. She's done the work. She's tremendous. Thank you so much, Mickey Klon. Um, she's gifted Rose and I the ability to have access to a bond. And in Arizona, 
our laws different here than many other states. Usually a, a lot of public officials have one bond, an individual bond over themselves that they take out individually. Well, here in Arizona, they shot themselves in a foot, in their foot a few years back when they changed that law. And now the governor holds a blanket bond and that blanket bond covers all elected state officials, including Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. So thank you, Doug Ducey. Um, so when you pull a blanket bond in Arizona, especially, that's Doug Ducey's bond as well. So you pull his bond because it's a blanket bond. We've just pulled the bonds for all those state elected officials. And now the assembly, we are a judiciary action. When you join the assembly, the Arizona State Assembly, and you become a state national, you have so much judiciary power. And I'll tell you what, why it's important to have judiciary power as a state national and why we focus on judiciary actions and common law, and we, we focus on all of the legalese terms that the de facto has us trapped under. When you have that judiciary power, you can take out the head of the snake because uh, the, ju the judiciary system, the law system, is where the head of the snake in this matrix lies. And this is where they've got us really trapped. Just think about it. I want you to ask yourselves this. Are you a United States citizen? Think hard on that question. The answer is probably no. Do you work for the federal government? Do you work for the city, say, of Sedona? Are you an elected official? Or do you work, I don't know, for Boeing as a contractor? Um, do you work for McDonald's? Ill, gross. I can't believe I just even said that. Uh, do you, you know, do you work just for a company? And if, or are you a private business owner? If the answer is yes, I, I work for all of that. And no, I don't work for the federal government. I'm not a township elected official. Well, you're not a U.S. citizen. U.S. citizenship is the trap, folks. So when you're not a U.S. citizen, you know what you are? You're an American, plain and simple. You are an American. And under common law, statutes, codes, policies, and regulations, which are those policies that the police, the policy enforcement in your township puts on us and asks us to follow those laws, which they're not laws in our eyes. So they're just policy enforcers. Those policies and those mandates are meant for U.S. citizens only. So no, when you get pulled over and you're in violation of statute code, blah, 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 for doing 10 miles an hour over the speed limit, that does not apply to you. That only applies to United States citizens when you work for the federal government. And that's why becoming an American national and correcting your political status and getting back onto the land and soil jurisdiction you then become a judiciary enforcer because that's what the people are supposed to do. 
our government lies within us. We are the government. They are our employees and they are to abide by our constitution for the United States, not the constitution of the constitution of the United States is their version of the constitution, which means doing business as the United States of America Incorporated. Doing business as of simple business terms of means doing business as. So you are not a United States citizen. And the judiciary power that lies within the national, within, you know, look what happened with my court case. I know y'all have been following me for some time now. I've gotten my case dismissed. I've declared my political status as an American. They sent in a JAG officer to my court hearing because I follow the constitution and common law and I'm given my inalienable rights by God himself. So they have to, that judge then has to be constitutional with me. And sometimes when JAG officers from the Navy get word of a court case that's going on and they see that an American national is in this court case and he or she has declared their political status as a man under public law, a living man, they sometimes go in there to make sure that that judge is constitutional. And that's what happened with my court case. But I also had the ability to defend myself, which was amazing. So when I tell you, when you change your status and you gain this judiciary power and the power literally comes from within and it comes from God, it really does. It comes from God. And you step into that power, you feel amazing because you do have every right. You are the employer of the so-called employers. They are our employees. They are here to listen to us. They are here to listen to us. And how they get us trapped in the system is that they think we're a dead entity. Our birth certificates are created at birth. There are bond certificates. We also have bonds. Those birth certificates are our bonds. When the ship pulls into the dock and gives birth to the supplies coming off the ship onto the dock, the dock tour is there to receive you. And then the state creates a bond over you, the asset, and you become an asset of the queen, the Pope, and the president of the United States incorporated. That's what happens. That's what happens. And that's been happening since these birth certificates were created. Thank you, FDR. Not a good man, by the way, he sold us out. And I'll, I can go into detail on that in another show. Um, but I just wanted to give that to you that you are your fictitious dead entity lost at sea. Um, what else? There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I want to get back to the bonds, but I'll come back to that in a second. Um, they assume through the presumption of law. There's 12 presumptions. No, I don't know all of them, but I also use that to win my court case. They presume 
you are dead. They presume that you have a bond over you and that you are this fictitious entity in all caps, Matthew, Paul, Tucheroni in all caps. I don't know who that is. That is a straw man that they've created out of thin air under that. That's not me. I'm a living and breathing man under God. And the only person, or actually he's not a person, the only thing that I stand under is God. I don't understand you, your honor. I don't understand you, prosecuting attorney. I don't understand why I'm here in this courtroom. All I understand is common law and I understand God. That's who I understand. They presume that you are in need of CPR because you're, you're incompetent. You don't know how to defend yourself in court. So they presume, they presume that you need CPR to revive you. Do you know what CPR really stands for? Really, the acronym. Yes, it is to revive you, but it stands for citizen, person, and resident. And all those apply to their mandates, their codes, their statutes in those regulations or in those policies. So now that they've assumed you're dead, they've presumed that you need to be revived and you need CPR, that you're a citizen person or resident. No, you are a people, a living woman or a living man. They then put you in a tacit agreement because they presume that you're that. And then you verbally spoke to them, the officer or the judge, and you therefore are contracted with them because you just told them that you are a dead entity. And they're also a dead entity because they are a person, a resident or a citizen. Therefore, they have put you in their jurisdiction and you agreed to it. A contract is of like kind. A contract is between a man and a man. And I'm talking about mankind. I'm not talking about gender specifics here, folks. <laughs> um, so a man to a man, yes, you can contract. Can a man contract with, say, um, a dead entity? Can a man contract with a citizen? No, the answer is no. But you have the Fifth Amendment, plead your fifth all the time. When you get pulled over, ask the cop right away, can you read me my Miranda rights, please? Well, why, sir? Well, you have to by law, read me my Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent. Okay, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for my reminder. And you keep your mouth shut and therefore you are not contracted with them. And then you can rescind your ticket. And I'm going to get into resending your tickets in another episode, or I can put David Strait's link. Actually, I will put his description, or I will put the link in the description box below, and you can um, look him up and he explains exactly how to resend your ticket. Always plead the fifth. Ask him, read, your, read me my Miranda rights, please. All right. I wanted to just put that out there, what it's like you know, what I've learned over the course of the year and defending myself in court and winning cases. And now my claim is being filed, 
which is great in the city of Sedona. They're on notice. So um, the bonds. So we got Governor Ducey's bonds, the blanket bond that covers the state elected officials. And what the assembly is going to do now is we're going to be in, it's in the hands of the litigation committee um, right now. We're having a litigation uh, meeting tomorrow. And we now are to step two where we can write our um, letter of intent, our demands, their violations, and what we want changed from them. And we're going to act in honor. We're going to tell them that they need to work with us. And if they don't respond to our letter of intent and they don't adhere within five business days to our demands, then we can file a claim against their bond, their surety agency. And we take it from there. And it's working. Mickey Klon has educated not only people in Arizona, but people in Illinois. This mother in Illinois is doing a tremendous job. She's gotten things changed in her school district. And Mickey has opened the floodgates for all of us now. And I love what she's doing as a mother. I really do. And several other mothers that I talk to are so intrigued by her because there's a lot of mothers out there fighting for their kids and their rights in school. Um, but Mickey's opened the floodgates by, by showing us how to even request the bond, which is amazing because now as the assembly is growing and we are the judiciary power now, and we have our common court set up, we have our grand jury members already. We are moving on to the next steps and that is more members and setting up our courts because we then can, it opens the floodgates to do more. This act of terrorism that they've placed upon us, the chemtrail spraying, the vaccines. Oh boy, I should cut that out, but hopefully the algorithms won't pick up one of the, one of those right now. So, so over YouTube, but it's the best platform out there so far. And I'm also on BitChute and Rumble. So please, I will put the link in the description box below. But she's opened the floodgates, and now we can do more with that. I love that the mothers are going after education, but the beast is the judiciary system and the legislators and the governor and all that. And the real problem is at your local townships, because no one thinks that these oh, little bitty towns are corrupt and blah, blah, blah. They always want to look at the big picture, like the governor, the president. No, no, no. How do you think? They enforce these rules on us. The CDC comes in and they don't go to the governor. They go to the mayor of these towns to bribe them with money. Bribe them with money. Oh, sure, we'll enforce those policies for you, CDC. Well, why are they able to do that? Because the CDC is a corporation too, huh? Well, they can't mix a corporate entity with a government. Well, they're not a government because they're United States citizens under the United States of America Incorporated. It's all corporate shit, guys. It's all corporate stuff. That's why it's so important to, de to, to reclaim your American status and to correct your political status and return to the land and soil jurisdiction. 
Um, so that's what we're doing in the assembly. That's the update for the assembly right now. Um, and our county meeting is this Thursday at seven. So those of you who are in the county that are that are American nationals for Yavapai County, don't forget that our um, assembly meeting is this Thursday at 7 p.m. Um, the definition of insanity, guys, is just continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. I know you've all heard that before, but it's true. Are you going to continue to be battered by this government and be a pacifist and not do anything and just rally and say, oh, I'm a good patriot. I'm waving a flag down at the Capitol, blah, blah, blah. Or do you want judiciary power where the head of the snake lies? That's where the matrix is. That's where the agent Smiths lie. The agent Smiths are those policy enforcers. They are. And they don't even know it most of them. Well, not most of them. A lot of them know it. 90%, what I've heard from uh, an American national is that 90% of our police force have taken an oath to masonry. And you've seen in my video when I walked into the Sedona Police Department, the plaques with all the, the lists of all of the police officers on there. The Freemason symbol is hanging above those plaques. I've showed you. It's in one of my videos. Just go, go a couple of videos back. Look at it. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's sickening stuff. Satan is real. God is real. God's on our side. I'm a man for God, by the way. Man of God, man for God. Well, I'm a man for God because God is tired of people not being for him. If we're for him, he's jealous. It's like, man, we're for, we're for this government. We, 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 idolatry, <laughs> bad sin. We idolize anything, whether it's food, whether it's money, whether it's a car, uh, Louis Vuitton shoes, Louis Vuitton purses, wallets, Prada, which I used to like, by the way. Um, when you idolize those things, you, you're, you're giving it to Satan because Satan is about commerce. It's Luciferian. It's all about commerce. Maybe you should just be for God and things will change in your life, which they are for me. Um, so thank you, Mickey Klon, for all of the work that you've done. You've opened so many doors now for a lot of patriot groups out there. And I am calling out to Mickey. Mickey, um, I have a mama bear that ran for District 2 in Hawaii, U.S. Senate, um, or Congress, sorry. And uh, great story. She is a political refugee. She was a moderate Democrat. And now, obviously, now she's a conservative. And she she saw your videos and she's got a, she's so thankful that you're doing this. She's now in Florida. Um, but she wants to do maybe a panel with you and I would love to have you on my show. So now that I have your contact information, I am reaching out to you, Mickey, and I'm going to send you this video. So hopefully I keep you entertained to this point, this message. So 
calling Mickey Klein to jump on. Noel has a great perspective on how we can use these bonds when it comes to election integrity. Um, Noel is super smart. You've seen her. She's been on my show a few times. Noel Fermera, um, great story. I'd like to. I'd like to actually revisit her story and get get her and Mickey and another Mama Bear on and see if we can have some fun with this because um, this this is tremendous work done by a, a, a patriot. And I saw the timestamp when you sent that email with with Governor Ducey's bond to me and Rose last night, and it was two o'clock in the morning. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. I know you're working tirelessly. And the fact that the last thing you remember to do before going to bed was to send this out at 2 a.m. is amazing. So thank you so much, Nikki. Um, prayers, hearts are going out to you. You're doing tremendous work. Um, I guess that's it, guys. That's the update. I got a lot of uh, cool lineups coming up. <clears throat> Thursday, I'm doing an episode with a Canadian and he's now in the States. I met him at a coffee shop here in Sedona. And he has a he has a message to tell Americans. And that's pretty much we need America. We need America. We really do. Oh, actually, speaking of we need America, um, I want to switch gears here. Um, I want to get into DJT. And he's still to me a chess piece. And he's in my corner right now, off to the side, because I think. I think he may have done what, what David Strait is talking about in this video, and I'm going to show you a two-minute video clip, and then I want to read you a quick message in closing. Um, we'll see. We'll see. He does know who American nationals are. I know that he has our paperwork. Um, according to Anna Von Reich, she's sent that to him. Um, he may just have restored the Republic. With that said, meaning it's up to us now. So for me, I'm on the fence, but he's still on the board. That's all I can say. So I'm going to show you this clip. I'm going to screen share. Do, do, do. Let's see. Here we go. corporation and he made him put the grand army of the republic in charge of the united states and then he made himself commander-in-chief and that's why every president since has been sworn as commander-in-chief as well as the president of the corporation yeah. president trump is the first man that restored the republic by executive order in fact june 22nd of 2019 in the rose garden he gave me that hat And he told me, I restored the Republic and now it's up to you. And if you look at all his executive orders, I don't care whether you're a Trump fan or not, but if you're not, you will be by the end of this week. <laughs> because every executive order he has written goes something like this. I, Donald J. Trump, as president of the United States of America, that's our de jure government. Take back our utilities from the United States. 
you know what he just did? And people read that, they don't even know jurisdiction. See, they don't even know what he did. And he's done that over and over and over again on behalf of the people. He just keeps restoring the republic over and over and over again. Right now, he's destroying the WHO and Fauci and the CDC and the, and the pharmaceutical companies. He's destroying Western medicine. He's destroying it all on behalf of you. He signed four executive orders and then he had to hop on an airplane for fear he'd be shot. Five times in the last week. All right, everybody. Um, so you heard what David Strait said. I'm going to post the link to that uh, Utah seminar. He goes into great detail uh, as well as being an American national. So um, I want to read you something else. I know a lot's going on in Canada right now. And um, I don't know, I'm for the truckers, to be honest. A lot of people think that this is a ploy and it's it's deep state and blah, blah, blah. But um, I met a guy, speaking of Noel from Era, we were at a lake up in Navajo County here in Arizona. And we ran into a guy that didn't disclose his name or anything. And his, his information is Lux when he sends me emails, but we were walking and he overheard a conversation that we were having. And he says, look, I, I get Intel and I sit behind my computer all, all day long and um, not disclosing my name, but I would like your email so I can send you updates and, and, and my perspectives on the Intel that I received. So uh, let's see, here it is. <clears throat> It is not Trudeau's choice to step down or to attempt to stay. It is the decision of the World Economic Forum, WEF. This is a critical decision that will affect the entire world. That sorry, <laughs> that will affect the entire world. Not a this is not a battle just for Canada. It is a battle for the world. This is the first domino of corruption, and if it falls, the entire plan of the WEF fails because all the corrupt dominoes will fall if they are forced out of power. Leaving them in power really is simply a short respite for the people. Frankly, the WEF cannot afford for Trudeau to step down. If, if he falls, Biden falls, Australia falls, New Zealand falls, and all of Europe falls. Then the rest of the world joins in. The sane world is crazy not to make Ottawa the hill they will die on and not give in. It is an opportunity unexpected, probably an opportunity that will not come again. The truckers are truly the people's army. Where else could you quickly assemble such a strong younger army to possibly confront the globalist tyranny army? It is an army everyone else can join and get behind. Half the globalist tyranny army will desert them and join the truckers if they appear to succeed in Ottawa. Truckers can win, but it will take support from everyone. There is a window of opportunity that will not stay open forever. Time is not on your, our side. The WEF is not going to go without a fight or without having great fear that they will be smashed by the worldwide movement. Even then, the WEF members will be sorely afraid of ending up like Mussolini hanging in the Milan Square 
and will fight to avoid that. I think people greatly underestimate the overall importance of Ottawa and underestimates the difficulty of overcoming Trudeau. He and the WEF simply cannot afford to lose. I fear also that the people of the world cannot afford to lose in Ottawa. It will likely be the people's last battle if they lose Ottawa. I do not agree that this is only about a nonviolent confrontation. I don't think the WEF will fold because of lengthy nonviolent protests of a few thousand truckers. They have been working on this tyranny plan for 100 years now. I think they will fold only if they are clearly weaker in strength than the People's Army, whether it is nonviolent or violent confrontation for either way to succeed requires great power standing behind the truckers with obvious reserve waiting behind them. This means the WEF must act now before the people's army grows too large with strong reserves. I expect action by the WEF soon <clears throat> to squash this uprising. This is not about Trudeau. This is the WEF plan in place around the world. Everyone must be ready to heavily support the truckers and step into the battle if they are attacked. I ask with all my heart that you share this everywhere you can in the hundreds. There you go, guys. Um, I know a lot of people and I've done a lot of work over the two years in this Patriot movement and I've been shadow banned. I've, you know, I don't know that YouTube is not telling me really how many subscribers I have things like that they've censored a lot because i am involved with some some people that are probably on we're all on the watch list as patriots you know noelle who's coming on the show she's brave she shows her face but she had to get out of hawaii so because of the people i know and things like that things are yeah, i've been attacked i've i've been threatened before people have jumped out of bushes and said i know who you are i know what you're trying to do we're coming for you i i, I have witnesses to that this is a movement that is, um, it's integrity. It's a movement of integrity and I have the integrity to do it and the willingness and the courage. It's a movement of courage, I should, I should say. It followed with integrity and I will die for my country and I will put my life on the line. I don't care anymore. I don't, I'm here to rid Satan. And I think a lot of you are too. So please subscribe, hit the like button, share this video, get this message out. Mickey Klon, I hope you come on the show because I would love, love to talk with you. All right. Take care, everybody. This is Jurisdiction, reclaiming your American status. Go to those links, guys. Get a hold of me if you're interested. I'm here to help. Take care. Welcome. My name is Matthew Paul Tuccheroni, and I have been on a journey of self-discovery. After climbing out of the depths of the law system and playing in the murky waters of politics, I realized that we have been sold the greatest fraud and lie ever. By joining the American States Assembly and educating myself on common law, I found out that there is a solution to this lie, to this unbearable matrix that has enslaved us all. By correcting your political status and reclaiming your birthright, you will gain so much power within yourself, and I can show you how simple it is. For those who are tired of the government and the ways of the deep state, 
there is no other choice but to restore our great republic, and that is by joining your state assembly. To all you weary souls lost at sea, I am here, a beacon of light to guide you home to the land and soil, left without a foundation under your feet, governance your heart can't heed, and a name you can't call your own. Let freedom reign once again, and let the words life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness invigorate your soul. We the people will stand, proclaiming our rights and preserving our constitutions. We will embody our nation's greatest virtues and sanctity of our Creator. We the people reclaim our soul, our birthright, and our good name. We break the chains of tyranny and live in sovereignty, nationalism, and self-governance. The assemblies have been called to session. This is your jurisdiction. Yes, we could learn from our past mistakes, able to choose our future, but that plan will come from another tyrant, as they will. That is indeed a universal law. It will be a worthy future if you just comply. Trust the system. It was designed just for you. Remember, you are not a victim if you simply obey. Drinking the Kool-Aid is very positive in a world where ignorance is bliss. You will sleep like a baby with no worries if you take your script. Script, that is a great word. Your future is scripted for you, and happiness can displace all of this convolution, this painful reality far too difficult to attain. Sleep well, my fellow patriots.